this time you didn't have the mic on. Do you have your mic on? Hell yeah, because I know how to use a mic. Do you? God. You do. You nasty. You do. You going to start the, the shit or you just No, because we didn't get the go ahead yet. Yeah, we got the go ahead. Tiana Trump. Yo. Tiana Trump, though. Yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's J-Rod. Chris and Seville. And then we had Sex, the podcast. We're, uh, I feel so bad because there's babies crying in the background. We can't hear no babies in the background. As far as I'm concerned, if you are listening and you don't hear babies in your background, <laughs> ain't no babies crying <laughs> in the background. I'm trying to do sleep training. So they tell you you got to like let the babies go to sleep by themselves. They're almost six months. So I was like, I mean, this is a good time. They got to cry themselves to sleep. And they've been doing well, but I don't know. Today is getting to me. I mean, it's all good. It's all good. Okay. I feel like sleep training is horrible for parents unless you have an extra room in which case you can go into the other room close the door but still and they'll fall asleep I'm eventually like, like i know he's okay but he doesn't sound okay okay whatever that's, that's just me. the motherly instinct that's me I'm you know that's stupid. just the motherly instinct man all right so what, what, what we, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm, i can't get my words first and out. foremost first of all this is what i gotta do before we start anything all right if you are listening right now please go and subscribe. That, that's 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 your only job right now. If you want to get the rest of this amazing content, because I guarantee you it's going to be amazing, go ahead and subscribe at this moment right now, okay? Because subscribers is where it's at, all right? Um, also, make sure that you share this after you listen and like okay. and subscribe. Okay. So that that's that's the order. You subscribe to it, you listen to it, you like it, then you share it. I want reviews too. I think I want I want reviews. Yes, you can tell. Like for instance, if you say, "Yo, it sounds like his breath stink," you can put that. We want to know that. You Just know, ask me. I got you. If they, if you say, "Yo, it sounds like she used to be a man," you can put that as well. <laughs> we want to know all things. Or if you think we're good at what we do, then please go ahead and put those reviews. Oh, up the there. sleep training is killing me. Listen, I I've been zoned them guys out. Okay. All right. Um, what, what shows you got coming up? Huh, what's today? Today's um, Wednesday. Well, so well, they'll be listening to it on Wednesday. So Wednesday tonight, quote unquote, I'll be in Charlotte, uh, okay. North Carolina. Comedy North Zone. Berlin. Yeah, uh, the Comedy Zone at the Music Factory. Shit. Um, homegirl Blair Nias, shout out Blair, is uh, recording her album. She's pregnant. Uh, she's recording her album. Uh, I'm hosting it. Two other acts opening. It's gonna be pretty dope. Um, and the Wednesday after that, what date is that? What's the Wednesday after? What's next Wednesday? Oh my God! Next Wednesday is the twenty fourth. <laughs> okay, I'll be uh, closing, headlining, whatever. Uh, no, it's not whatever. All right, there's, there's closing okay. like you do with a shop, and then there's headlining like you do. When you're doing comedy. Okay, so whatever. I'm the last one to go on. At Richmond Funny Bone, Richmond, Virginia. Um, it's a show called Women Crush Wednesday. That should be dope. A female lineup. Females are funny. Um, Is there anything yeah. that you're confident about that you do? <laughs> I make amazing babies. So you're only confident about the babies that are screaming in the other room. And Got the vagina you. that they came out of. You're confident about your vagina? Hey. Are you? Like, seriously. Hey. <laughs> a is a letter. Not like, are you, like, do you have vagina confidence? I think so. What gives you vagina confidence? 
Is it the is it the knowledge of how your vagina works, or is it just the I've never had people? Com- Complaints, right? And me saying complaints is now they don't have to outright just say yo it was trash, um, but they never like just stop calling me. It's always been the other way around. So I hate when when people in general say that I've never had complaints, and this is why. Um, my second, who's really my first sexual uh, experience. Wait, what? Okay. Okay, so there's a story behind all of this. Um, I lost my virginity when I was 16, but it was a really weird situation. Um, I was dating, this was in high school, of course. Uh, My girlfriend at the time was a senior, um, and she was like, yo, I I was like, yo, I want to have sex, want to have sex, want to have sex. So she calls me one Saturday morning. She's like, yo, my father's away at the Norfolk State game. Um, You should come over here and we can have sex. And I'm like, oh. Bet I've been waiting for this forever, right? Um, so I walked over to her house, which took an hour by itself. Okay, walked over to her house. This story seems like it's going to be way longer than I wanted to be. No, listen, because you don't know storytelling. That's okay. All. Anyway, so I walk over to her house. We get up there. We saw it, you know, kissing. Then we go upstairs. Um, and, we, you know, we kiss her some more. And then she lays on the bed, right? And I'm like, you ready? She was like, mm-hmm. So... I start pulling down her pants. And for some reason, I'm not looking at her face. I'm just looking at, you know, where my mission has to happen, right? So as I, you know, pull my thing out and I put condom on, I get ready to slip it in. And as I'm slipping in, I look at her face. And she has this... I've never felt so disgusting in my life. I was like, yo, I feel like I'm raping you. So I was like, you know, just get up. Like, literally one stroke. Like, bam, I'm in. I see her face. I'm like, I can't do this. Um, And, yeah. So we get up. And as soon as I got up, her father comes in. So I literally go into the closet, right? I'm in the closet. And the first thing I'm thinking while I'm in the closet is like, yo, I can jump out the window. You know, but... I'm, I've never been the most fittest person, so I was like, yo, that's most just going to, whatever. I, I'm, I've never been that person, so I'm like, yo, this is going to end really badly. Yeah. Um, so after about two hours, her father finally takes a nap, and I sneak out of the house right out the front door, and yeah, I never had sex with her again, and I didn't have sex again until the last day of my first semester in college, and this girl that I had sex with, was like a, it was more than one stroke. It was like real sex. Um, and we were having sex for about four or five months. And, you know, I remember the second time we had sex, I put it in and I'm killing that joint. I'm giving her the best two minutes and 39 seconds of her life. And I come and I'm like, wow, this is bad. And she looks at me and she's like, yo... It's okay. And I'm like, yo, but I came fast. You know, I think it's around when, like, One Minute Man was out and all of that. So wow. I'm like, yo, I don't want to be a one-minute man. But, it, I mean, two minutes, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. Because she's telling me it's all good. So fast forward maybe three years later, me and this girl, we become friends. And we're having a conversation. She's telling me about this dude 
um, that she was kicking it with at the time. And she was like, oh, yeah, he lasts forever, this, that, and the third. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought you don't like long sex because that's what she was telling me when we were having sex. Yeah. And she says, oh, no, sweetie, I was just lying to you not to break your confidence. So I say all that to say I've never gotten any complaints don't mean shit. It just means that the person maybe didn't want to say that shit is trash. Or, or it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if y'all hear extra voice this evening um, or this morning or whatever, whenever time you're listening. Treasy. Got Treasy. We always say what's up to Treasy. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Treasy. Yeah, Treasy, man. Uh, uh, one fifth of the kind of movie critics podcast. So true. Uh, if I can throw my little you know, uh, plugs in there. Why plugs? You always so, got a plug song. You know, you don't even have to stop <laughs> listening to this. You can just go right into whatever you're listening to it on. Search Kinda, K-I-N-D-A, <laughs> Movie Critics, and go ahead and subscribe to us. If you like movies, if you like TV shows, we keep up with all that shit. Did he so, do a whole commercial? You're supposed to do that at the end yeah, when yeah. you're a guest. Well, I, think, I don't, uh, you know. Trees can afford to do that. True. Okay. <laughs> Trees is the reason why we come to you in crystal clear. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to take credit for y'all's audio because there's... This should be trash. But Damn. Damn. Oh, oh, that's all you, boo. That's Damn. all you. <laughs> that's messed up. Um, before we get out of this uh, Thursday, I'm over at um, Beachside. You never know what the name of that place is. Yo, you really don't. That's crazy. Beachside Social. How you plug Beachside shit. Social Club. I'll oh be over there. God. Listen, um, the bartender's name is Ty, uh, Tyler. The best drinks I've ever had in oh my, my life. He talked to me for an hour about these damn Listen, drinks. Listen, I don't drink gin. Tyler made me a drink with gin. And it was a lot of gin in there. And I could not taste it. Like, literally, these were the best drinks I ever had. When he started saying, you know, it's simply like when you're cooking. You know, if you got a fat, you need an acid. Okay, or okay. I was like, get yo. Off, get off I'm Tyler's crazy. for a second. You're going to get their uh, liquor license revoked. You ain't lying. He's put, <laughs> oh, he putting uh, too much of the liquor limit in drinks. You're going to get their whole I mean, shit I mean, yeah. when I say too much, I mean too much for me because I'm a lightweight. You got to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, clean it up right That's quick. probably not even the right ounces that you got to lost it. Job. Oh man. Um, so so let's talk about what's going on uh in the world of relationships and entertainment real quick. Um You just found out, even though the rest of the world already knew what twenty four hours ago that Meghan Markle was pregnant. I wasn't even going there. But that's the first that's like a that's a big thing. I mean, because that baby going to be a little bit black. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have baby, a black prince in England? I mean, that baby, I mean, technically, can he say that? From like, Slave to Prince. I'm been, telling you, it's his book. Yeah. Wow. From it's Slave. That's actually... <laughs> <laughs> you need to go ahead and, and trademark, copyright that, whatever you can do to protect that. You know what I mean? Whoa, that, you can write the it. Get .com real quick. Lit, I, hey, I, it's on there. Um, No, that's, you know, you know, seeing that, I realized that this always happens within like the first year of the royals getting married. The woman usually gets pregnant. Yeah. And I was telling Treasy earlier, maybe that's because they know the way things are supposed to work. What do you mean? A wife gets married and then she has your baby immediately. And she does nothing but tends to the kids and tends to you as a princess should. I, I think that's part of the royal doctrine <laughs> when you marry him. I think that's just kind of what they make you do. Yeah. You know? Just you, you got got to get knocked up within a certain amount of time. Well, I mean, maybe. I I just think it's you know part of the you know they it's the whole thing about legacy. I, I really feel like there's part there's probably like some sort of a doctrine that like you really have to 
to get married. Sign as like that's crazy. As like an addendum to your marriage agreement. Like, baby, should we have something like that? Like, should, should we have signed something? I mean, we still got time. Do you want to make some uh, a doctrine? I hope it ain't like we can call it the more Tanner doctrine. No, no, no. Like that would have actually been like not in there. Um, like, what would be something? What, not at all? No kids at no all? No kids at all. There? No kids at all. I, I feel like, I feel like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I no, feel like part not. of the sex doctrine that comes from being part of the royal families, you can only have sex missionary position. Yo. Yo. And I, I feel like there's no oral sex involved. Oh, well, I, we ain't married. Hey, yo, Prince Harry looked like he get head, though. He do. Prince he Harry, do. Prince Harry looked like he was like, fuck that doctrine, <laughs> mate. I, I don't know what kind Wait, of Wait, did you say accent? mate? I did say me. He went all the way to Australia. <laughs> Australia. Okay. Damn, homie. I don't know nothing about these rooms. He rooms. looks a little <laughs> reckless. Like, he just, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. You're like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> but now, that's, you know, congratulations to the royal couple. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's cool. Also, uh, and I found this as a, uh, this came as a shock to me. Um, Ariana Grande and uh, 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 your Pete, boy, Pete. Pete Davidson. Yeah. They, they got, they broke up due to, yeah. um, uh, uh, allegedly due to the depression she's been going through after the death of Mac Miller. Understandable, though. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if that would be, like, if I bought you a ring and we engaged, like, let's say, you know, we got engaged, I I, I, I proposed to you on the Funny Bone stage. And let's say three months later, you were like, yo, since my ex died, I can't get married to you anymore. We got to break up. I thought they were married. No, no, no. They were just engaged. Oh, okay. They, they, have, they didn't get married. Okay. Yeah. You know, mind you, I don't put tattoos on my body with your name on it. I think... I don't change my hair color for you. I think for her, um, and I, I mean, I can't speak for her, but I think the situation was she had been trying to help him for years with his addiction. Right. And... She broke up with him. Yeah, because she couldn't help him, but it but it had been years, and right. they were friends for years before that, and she'd been trying to help him the whole time. Right. And I think it was that and the fact that she wasn't there for him when this happened. And it was, I mean, it happened so quick. Like, you can't say you don't feel anything if Listen, you feel like right. you are a part of his recovery. Even his friends, everybody said that he she tried so hard, Listen, and no cap. that's what took him out. No cap. I would, what does this I would, no cap shit mean? I don't know. I hate it. I, I learned it from the kids. All right. Continue. Yo, no cap, because you got to say it like that. Right. No cap, because that's how you got to say it. Yo, no cap. Oh. Right. I would much rather you break up with me because of your living ex than your dead one. Because what does that say about me? You don't want to be with me, and I'm alive. Because you're mourning over someone you will never see again. Right. So, so I don't know the details of this. So this yeah. is hot. This, this is. I'm just make a disclaimer. This mm. is completely speculation. Exactly. Right, right, right. I can see, I can see, definitely, her going into like a state of, you know, I mean, the the thing that we do as humans when other people die, we kind of make it about us to some degree. Yeah. Right. That's kind of what it is, right? Right. And then it's to to the detriment of like. Every conversation, you're somber, you're this, you're that, you know. And then, homie, the Pete dude, like, you know, just fucking two months ago, you were talking shit about him. You know what I'm saying? And now you're fucking sad, and you know, and, and it, it, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, where it's like, yo, why the fuck, you know, like, why are you letting this stop our life? Like three months ago, you wasn't. You wasn't in this headspace. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? I can understand. I that. can see that being a thing. I can completely understand. I just think that depression, in general, is can take such a toll on you. And she 
like you said, they make it about themselves. She might feel like she could have done something. Like, what if it's one of those, what if I was there? What if, you know, I was around? What if I was still his friend or something? Like, I could have done something yeah. to prevent this. And it's somebody that you were literally just with. I mean, you were, if y'all were close, y'all were friends, and that was the main thing that made y'all break up was the addiction. And that's what took him out. It's kind of, I get it. And you're not in the yeah. space to to give anything to anybody else if you're that depressed about it emotionally. I don't get it. It's all right. Uh, in other news, yeah. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that we have a I male hope, in the I room. hope she gets through it, though. Yeah, no, I yeah, do, I, I mean, Prince really going do. up to, you know, uh, Ariana Grande and, and once again to the family of Mac Miller. Right. Um, but my prayers are really for Pete. Because that nigga got tattoos. Well, you, but are we assuming, do we know that she walked away from it? Or are we assuming that she walked away from it? Well, I mean. I'm we assuming. We don't know the details yeah. at all. But I did read it was like, just because, I mean, it wasn't a good time. for. They said there wasn't a good time for them to be together. And it was amicable. Like, it was both of them like, yeah. you know, this isn't right the right time. And I think that's honorable. Because you, you know what? Because And I don't want to. I just want to be clear, like I don't want to slander Ariana Grande because I feel like they put her through the ringer, mm-hmm. blaming Mac Miller's death on her, and I, which I don't think is fair. So right. a lot of it could be that too. It's okay. like you know you got social media, kind of like blaming you for this young man's passing. Like you could like you could have done more, whatever the case may be. Right. And I can see that adding fuel to it too, man. So I'm, but you I'm, know what? I'm Team Ariana on this particular one. To but be you honest. know what? Now, now now thinking about it, and, and we were supposed to go to the next topic, I'm but sorry. no. So, no cap. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if you're holding on to things like that, there were signs that you should have seen. Like I'm talking about, um, Pete should have saw to let him know that she was that type of person that just holds on to things that oh, so much that it affects your outside situation. I, I think death is a completely different thing. I mean, if you feel like. Like in your mind, like as a as a woman or just as a person in general, like if somebody's doing something repeatedly that and you're asking them to stop mm-hmm. and they're not stopping mm-hmm. and you just get fed up, that's the reason most people leave relationships because like cheating? Any I'm saying anything. Something isn't right. Like something's not right. clicking. So that's why you're you're just like you're fed up with this, da da da. Right. His happened to be his addiction. Right. She got tired of trying to help him. He wasn't doing anything about it. She was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. Like, I can't be in a situation like this. I don't think she thought he was going to die. I think right. she thought that it just affected their relationship. So but- you're telling me if one of your exes die right now, I have to be on the edge thinking that you may leave? Me no. with these damn babies? You, see, you're, you're switching it around. We're no, talking about I'm trying a, to understand. No, we're talking about her helping him with addiction. Their, okay. their specific issue. You had an Eric Benet type nigga. <coughs> he was out here cheating. Just cheating the fuck out. He was like, yo, I got a problem. I know I can't stop cheating. And then you like, yo, if you can't stop cheating, I got to leave you. And he's like, nah, nah I'm going to get it together. But he keep cheating. You know, because he he got an emotional. Like, a lot of a lot of people cheat for emotional reasons. You and he was stupid. cheating because he was emotional. Right. Nah, this is real. Well, and what did he die from? Because uh, he got an STD that killed him. Boy, if you don't go to the next topic. If you so, don't shut the so fuck up. So are you are you with him? Shut all of the fuck are, are you, up. That are is you, completely you, you, you leave you leaving me because of him? You just want to be right. Well, that, but, the, but you're assuming <laughs> yeah. that she left. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're I, not I, breaking I, up amicably. Me and Kristen aren't breaking up amicably. That's real. If we ever put out a statement that's saying, sorry to inform amicable. you guys, but we're, we're breaking up. Now I'm letting you know. Uh, uh, it won't be amicable. 
Okay, it might be me leaving your ass, or it might be me deciding that I'm living my best life. Yeah. My my money without is on, these babies. My money, my money is <laughs> on. My money is going on. Pete is insecure, and okay. he's and, and he's competing with somebody who is now a deceased. That's right. He feels like he's competing with the soul of a de- deceased person. You can't and do he, that. And he and and I feel like he's probably. Uh, very insecure about his position, maybe his dick size. Right, that might have to something. You know what? You know, they, they, you know, and I, you know, no, no, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm using that right. Oh, um, my money's more on that than Ariana leaving. Like I feel like Ariana probably needs somebody in this particular situation. She needs a rock, right? And he's not willing to be a rock because he feels like he's competing with a dead person. That just doesn't feel like it, what it would be to me. It just feels that, like that's the only thing that makes sense. Maybe she's like, I can't. I'm not in the headspace to do this. I think we usually don't do this, but or maybe how, how had- loud are them babies in the background? Um, if I had to say decibel wise. I could get it out with a noise reduction. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, I'm just, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I hear him. It's faintly. only one baby. He's in and out. He doesn't know how to go to sleep. I told you, sleep training is fucked up. And he's and he's with his babysitter anyway. Yeah, his brother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to save you here. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, there's another topic I read um, not too long ago, um, a couple of hours ago, a couple of minutes ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wonder how you feel about this treason. All right, talking. How mad have you ever been at a woman dealing with another man? Like uh-huh. your ex dealing with another man. Your my ex dealing with another Yeah, man? like how mad have you ever been at the thought of that? N- never. Never. That doesn't even make sense. I mean like did did she cheat on me for another man? Mm, maybe. What whichever makes you whichever would get you the closest to being angry. Well, I mean I mean I think it's you know New Treasy, New Treasy is a nihilist. I don't give a fuck about nothing okay. when it comes to relationships. <laughs> I'm just to be real. But um, old Treasy for sure. I mean, like, like if if I was cheated on f- for another man, right? I mean, I think obviously I would be mad about that. Okay. Would you be mad at him? No. Okay. Well, well, I mean, unless unless you know. Part of the plan was, oh, I'm gonna fuck up this nigga's relationship. Okay, let's say that was the part of the plan. Oh yeah, no. Nah, then both of them is both of them need a right. gut check. For right, real. right. So, what would you do at the most? Like, what's the most you would do to that dude? I wouldn't do nothing to him because I'm not petty. Oh. Yeah, I mean, well, what, then, what, what, what would you slash? This, tires? Nah, this must be do? the most. Pe- I wouldn't do anything either. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not that type of bitch. Um, right. <laughs> but. There's a guy in Florida who cut off. Yo, I heard about that Florida man, right? Florida dude <laughs> cut off the penis of his ex's new boyfriend. Right. Lorena but, well, no, but he, he was a nigga. But, but listen, though. I, you're missing out a vital part of this story. This nigga He's got a on, bitch. No, 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 no. no. Oh he got God. on a plane and flew to a whole other state and did it. Yo. You you realize that, like how mad you have to be to hold That's the consistency dedication. through TSA <laughs> on the flight. <laughs> no, for real. Through the little through the little speech about what you do with the seatbelts. Like all of this. Like the air pressure cabin speech, the actual flight. Right. The fucking the cranberry juice that you get on the flight. It's rough. The flight, baggage claim. Like you gotta be mad through through a lot of shit. 
you dedicated. to get to that point. You was dedicated. When you get there, you, desi- you dedicated. Yeah. You ever been? You ever been dedicated to 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 fight a girl? Because I feel like girls do this more than guys. Oh, here you go with this shit. No, what? I'm just saying. Fight a girl over what? Over uh over your ex? No. Nope. Never. Okay, I'm sorry. Never. Got we talking to Ice Cold Jones over Never. here. <laughs> ice Fuck Cold that. Jones. Next question. No, no, no. There was there's some there's some mental. There's a mental thing going on there because nobody should be mad for that long. Yeah. Unless her box was just crazy. Was Kristen according to Kristen's? Unless, unless her box it was, was Kristen. Like I get it. Man. Like I didn't have niggas about to fight over me. So nah, my nigga. Whatever. Nah, I'm not fighting a pimple over your vagina. Oh shit. Hey, your baby shares a room with you guys, right? The baby shares a room with us at this moment. Oh God. And y'all are fucking in front of the baby. No. Not in front no. of them, niggas. They be in the crib. No. They be in the crib. You, t- no. you turn them upside down. It be late. If if we do it in the room, it's late at night. Can you put the a, mic near your mouth? You act like you ain't never gave head before. God damn. Room. Shut up. We have a whole extra room. Oh, you put the babies unattended in the extra room. No, no we go in no. the extra room. Oh, no, we don't. Oh, so you leave no, the babies we unattended. We have in your room. No, we don't. Listen, we've had a lot of sex in our bed. We've had a little bit of sex in the extra room. Okay. And in the living room. And in the kitchen. We've had sex everywhere in this house. But. Ah, not Caden's room. Or her bathroom. Or the dining room table. We never did the dining room table. We got to do that. Tonight. Have y'all fucked in this chair I'm sitting in? (laughs) No. Because I'll switch the chair quick on it. So you know what? I'm not the biggest chair fucker. No. biggest chair fucker. I got a gut. It's it's hard to chair fuck. Not even because of gut. But you know what? You didn't like shower sex either. Shower sex is trash. No, it Yo, got better. It got better. I ain't going. But you know what? You know what changed with shower sex? Shower sex. And I think I talked about this before on the podcast. Um, it was when we were in Charlotte, and we were in the place that had the mm. little sit the seat thing. And when we when I had sex in the shower with the seat, it was like I understood the water's purpose mm. in shower sex. So when we got to regular small showers like ours. It was like okay, but this water feels good. I remember what this purpose was. Like it's it's weird. Huh. Also, you know when you got crying ass babies all day, right. you find a way to enjoy whatever you, you can get. get. Creative, real talk. You gotta get. Creative. You know, so definitely, definitely. They can't walk okay. yet, so you gotta take advantage of that shit. <laughs> they can't yeah, come they can't knock on the know. door. I feel like I feel like Treasy is low key interviewing us. I know, right? I, well, I just I just got questions. It's <laughs> 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 not an interview. I just got questions. <laughs> That's all. Um, this was cool. So, have you ever watched uh, Jada Jada Pinkett's um, yeah. Red Table yeah. talk? Uh, well, she had Will Smith on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the episode is out yet because it's Wednesday. No, it's not out right this second. But uh, apparently, Will Smith was talking about how their marriage was like in a really rough place. Um, and he had her crying for like forty five days straight on the show. Oh, no, no, no. yeah, on the show he spoke about this. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. And I always found their marriage out of like any other celebrity marriage to be the most interesting. Why? For a couple of reasons. First and foremost, Will Smith is arguably one of the biggest stars on the planet. Yeah. On the planet, yeah. yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith is arguably one of the biggest stars in black America. There is a mm. huge discrepancy in their star power, which also means that there is a huge uh, 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 gap in between um, access. Um, and when you look at the fact that they didn't really, like the marriage and all that didn't start until, you know, after Independence Day. Okay. That is a lot to deal with, you know, as uh. your your husband being 
this worldwide celebrity that can do anything, that can get anything, that has access to damn near the world, and you're holding him down, and he holds you down. Now, we've also heard things about like open marriage and everything, and for them, it feels like it works because, once again, you have all of this access. So how do you keep a person close to you? You never let them feel like they have a barrier. They have a barrier. They, they, they don't have any gates. They don't have anything that's blocking them. You have the ability to go do what you want to do. Right. Now, if you use it, that's up to you, but you have that ability to go do what you want to do. And there's a respect level, obviously, um, because of the open the open relationship rumors that were flowed around are true, then there's obviously an open communication where I might do what I want to do, you might do what you want to do. So I've always found their relationship and their dynamic super uh, uh, interesting, super interesting. And, you know, when you hear them speak about their relationship, they speak about marriage in non-linear terms or maybe in, in, in terms that have nothing to do with what most people uh, uh, view marriage as. Um, they speak about marriage as a spiritual connection and as a edifying connection. That's because they're rich as fuck and they don't have nothing to think about. Yeah, really? You can, you but the can, connection of marriage. Exactly. Try being broke with that spiritual shit. You got to think about everything else. Your yeah. spirits don't keep you down that long. Okay. So, but go ahead, though. So why, <laughs> <laughs> so why, so why, does, why do you think uh, money makes a difference, baby? Stress. That's the number one reason most people break up. Man, you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, bro? No. Mm -mm. Well, you should look into it. You're not going to tell us. There's, I mean, well, I, I could break it down only but so much. Basically, there is a pyramid structure to what we need as humans. Okay. At the very base level, we need, you know, uh, we need the fucking... Uh, we need fucking... We need, <laughs> right. Yeah. We need food, clothing, <laughs> shelter. Right. At the basic need. Right. You know, then after that, it's, you know, it's like the pyramid goes in smaller and smaller as a pyramid shape. So right. everybody needs, you know, the basics, you know, and then after that, it's like friendship and this and acceptance. And then after that, it's like, you know, security and this and that. Right. Like it keeps on going like they're they're at the top of this pyramid. Of right. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Okay? But what does that have they to need do with? If you are... If your basic needs aren't met, you can't elevate. But if your basic needs are met, because let's be real, if you're listening to this podcast, uh -huh. mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, most of your basic needs have been met. Why do I know that? Because you have a phone. Because well, you had a phone, right. Or you have a car right. that but you can listen to. But it's not secure, this. right? It's met, but it's not secure. Well... well your 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 basic needs are met, but then there's the next level. There's right. there's like the security. I mean, I, I'm going off the top of my head. I haven't studied Maslow and you know this whole theory in a while, but the, you know, okay. So your basic needs are met. So now what's next? You know what's next? And if those, I would imagine a security and things like. Are you looking it up, Kristen? Or are you just? Like, no, I was looking. I was looking something up. I was kind of thinking that you were looking it up. I was she was looking shit up. No, no, I was looking she, something that, up. She, she don't. She don't do but, this. But the no, I was. The bottom line, and, and you know, and just to put a bow on this, is that when all of your needs are met and you have this, you know, you're at this level of like, um, you're at this level of consciousness where you're thinking legacy, when people start thinking of things like that. Right. right? 
when you're at that level where that's like the priority for you in life is like legacy and how people are going to remember you, then then I think marriage looks a little bit different because now you have to think about, okay, you know, is there a chink in our armor if we disband this, 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 if you know, we like if we go our separate ways, what does that mean for our business? And I, what and does I that get mean that. For, so, you know, so you start looking at ways you probably start. I don't know, because I never reached this level. Right. Right. You probably start looking at ways to kind of like justify and to, to spice it up. You know, how people like spice it up, put on, you know, do this, do that. You know, you spicing it up with the, the whole spiritual context. of things. Right. So it's like we're but, but, but here, but here go. Here goes where. I'm very uh, interested in what you have to think, Kristen. What you have to think. Uh, what me you too. have to say. Excuse me. Me too. Uh, pull me another shot so it makes sense okay. while I'm messing up on my words. Okay. Um, if that's the case, if what Treasy is saying is 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 correct in any kind of way, then to say that is to say reaching that level means that you've reached a level in all parts of your life, including your relationship, that most people will never reach. And in saying that, that's closer to what you would perceive as a perfect or a damn near perfect uh, uh, relationship. So if a damn near perfect relationship with all of these non-boundaries exist and every meat is being met in abundance. Every meat is Yo, being... I'm sorry. Every need is being met in abundance. Um, this nigga drunk as shit. <laughs> no, no, so I'm good. I've only had one shot. It's crazy. Okay. If, that's, if that's the case, then why the fuck get married as a regular fucking person? Because if this so-called perfect relationship doesn't even sustain, then why get into a non-perfect so-called relationship and be connected to a person for the rest of your life, committed to a person? Some people like that shit. Why? Like, let, let's be real. Marriage is stupid. Oh, we talked about this the other day. We did. We did. Mar- yeah. Marriage is stupid for this one reason. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't marry for the right reasons. So, I think marriage can be a tool to embettering your life. So what? why did you get married? Why did I get married? I think it's more advantageous for me Yo, to you ask for real? you. No, it's not. Nah, it is. Let's be real. No, well, you're the one Take that said, other shot first. No, here's the thing. You're the one that said it was stupid. I think I think it's stupid for most. I don't think marriage is stupid. But why you, not? But you do, but you need to explain See, why. I'm a, I feel like I should hear your reason first. No, I think because you proposed and you think that marriage is stupid, what was the reason for you proposing? Because I felt like you were the best person to fill in a void in my life that I was trying to fill in. What was that? Stability. Relationship stability. Did you guys get married? You guys got married before Within. or after you found out you are pregnant? After. After. Yeah. Oh, so you got, we got married so you before. wouldn't have, we got engaged you wouldn't before, have yeah. kids born out of wedlock. That's what yes. I, that was the That's, goal. Yeah. Okay. So that yes. was your motivation. It yeah. wasn't really like a biggest motivation. Thing. Yeah. But we were engaged before. But I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, and I, and I don't, I don't use that as a reason why I got married because I did get engaged to her before babies or anything like that. But that was my biggest reason because okay. it filled in. For me, life has to make sense. For me, life has to line up. For me, everything has its place. Everybody doesn't get married, though. Everyone doesn't feel like they need a relationship to complete their life. You're, you are absolutely correct. But most people, most people in the grand scheme of things feel like marriage is 
just as important as making sure they have a place to live when they're older. But you think it's stupid. So it I think for sense. most people it's stupid because I think most people marry for love. And I think marriage for love is the dumbest thing ever. Explain. Mm. Well, we still, I, I will explain, but first, you tell me why you got married. The ring was pretty. It was um, pretty. Hey. I've always wanted to be married. I didn't marry you because I always wanted to be married, but I love you. D- Loved. Mm. <laughs> mm. I see how you feel about me. No, um, cause I, cause I love you, and I love to me is a big thing with it. Um, I like the companionship. I'm, I'm very much a companion person. Um, which was me getting into the main reason I really even wanted to talk today. Really, is cause um, I feel like marrying your best friend is a thing. Like a lot of people don't feel like your spouse should be your best friend. Not saying it should be your only friend, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you should be my best friend because everything else I can get from somebody else. So you married me because I was your best friend. But you had all of the elements that I wanted. Mm. Id. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You you want new things once you have babies, I know. Um, You want new things once you have babies. Okay. Okay. So... You married me because I, not because of love. Love mm. was a factor. Was a factor, but how high on the hierarchy? Like, take away love. Love is high. Take away love. Could you still have married me? Take away love? Right. No. Okay. What could you take away out of the reasons that you married me that you still could have married me had it not been there? Mm. Hmm. Even the babies got quiet. They trying to. <laughs> <laughs> they, they into this. They I could have still one. married you if you was ugly. Okay. Mm. Oh, so on your list, I'm not shallow. On your on your list though, uh, attraction is there. It's it's a part. No, no. I'm just, but yeah, I'm just it's asking. Very low. But it's not even fit, attraction like physically. Like you have to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's a soul thing. And that sounds so fucking stupid. I get that. But I'm really good at reading people. That's why my friends are my friends, because I know what people my soul matches up with. I know who I can invest my my time, my energy, my conversation in. Um, and I, I felt like that was a thing. Even though you're a fucking asshole, it didn't mean anything because <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. But I could deal with that. Like, I know what suits me. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a good judge of character for the most part. Now, what was the question that I said I was going to answer? Um, That you were going to answer? Uh, See? I'm, I'm not sure. See? You niggas. You, you had to remember shit. I be forgetting. Yeah. Why you married me? I couldn't even say need. Why like, you married y'all, me? Y'all think I'm going to remember shit? No, no, I told you. I, I told you why I married you. Mm-hmm. I Oh, why I think marriage is stupid, or was it why I you think? You just asked that though. Yeah. Well, well, you said marriage was stupid, right? Why do I think marrying for love is stupid? Was that the question that I was going to answer? Well, oh well, I think I, yeah, um, I think I know what you're talking about, <laughs> uh, and, and it's funny. I, I think I do. Um, we all forget. Yeah. Time yeah. to take another shot. Since we can't remember. Well, so so, I, I I've been married for. It'll be eight years, January first. I've been married. Um, I, you Wait, know, I, I can't just slide past that. <clears throat> oh, 
tequila. Um, you a baby. You got married on New Year's Day. Yo, my yo, bro. <clears throat> yo, man, this is one of that's the, some real corny shit. Yo, let's hear it. Let's, okay, so I didn't pick the day. Let's start there. <laughs> you know, shout out to my wife. I love you, boo. Um, she, does, she so I I. We got literally got married January first, two thousand eleven. One okay. one one one. Okay. So our wedding's a novelty. And he's Her, one of those people. I'm not one of. How many, <laughs> I am one of. Those How many people, people were at the married into it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yo, we had a very small wedding. We had an extremely small. We're we're like the only people that had a planned wedding in Vegas. It's it's the weirdest thing. No, no I'm just saying, not not like y'all. Like, like I'm talking about other people day. trying to get married on that day. Was it like a lot of people? Oh, I, I think there was a couple of other weddings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. But y'all got married in count. Vegas, though. Yeah, a planned wedding. That's crazy. In Vegas, yeah. Did you think it was going to like be doomed for failure because you was marrying in Vegas? I don't. I didn't think much about. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> drunk? No, I mean, I'm not. Oh, I real. said, were you? I mean, oh, was like, I drunk? Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't like we didn't go there and was like we should get married. Like we literally planned it. Why like, did you get married? Um, we keeping it real. Yeah, it so completely. So you know, no cap. No cap. Right? Everybody's <laughs> you know, and, and and I hope my wife listens to this and, yeah. and doesn't take any sort of like whatever. Shouts yeah. out to you, boo. I love you. Yeah. I got and I, I want to choose what I'm saying very carefully. Damn, this must be some fucked no, up. No, shit. no, no. You have see them prep this shit well, for like see, three minutes. No, here's the thing because <laughs> your wife is here to defend herself. Right. Yeah. Mine's isn't. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't like. I don't want to do her a disservice of like let it be known. I talk behind her. my wife's back all the time. Okay, well, right. fair enough. You know, you but it's, it wasn't broadcasted in front out. of all your beautiful I listeners. She finds out. Okay, that's amazing. So I got married. <laughs> I, <laughs> nigga, I gotta go home. I got married because I didn't want to lose my wife, and wow. I felt like it was phrased to me. Yeah. That if I didn't, I would. It was it was sort of implied that if yeah. I didn't, I would. And I I was at a point where it's like I w- and I you know the thing is is like you know with the knowledge that I have now, I wish I can do high school over mm-hmm. again. It's kind of the same thing. It's like the, with the person that I am now, I wish I could kind of do th- certain moments again. And getting you know, wow. I don't think it. it I did not want to lose my wife because I I was very. I, you know, I've you know I've known my wife since I mean you know we went we lived in the same neighborhood. That's why I was right. going to ask. Went to high long. school together. I've okay. known my wife for a long time. Okay. Right. Like, this was actually be, be, when we got married. This was our second time dating. Okay. You know we dated in the early two thousands. Then we broke up and we went our separate ways and then got back together. Okay. The late, the ha- late part of the first decade of the two thousands. However you say that, yeah. I don't know it's a weird thing. After nine yeah. eleven, gotcha. Yeah, All post nine right. eleven, but before two thousand ten. Gotcha. Um, so. <laughs> So I, I knew her, okay. and I knew that like the first time I was head over heels over my wife, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But the way it ended, it was it kind of jaded me a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Mm-hmm. It kind of toughened me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the second go around, I wasn't in a rush. I wasn't in like a space where it's like I wasn't head over heels over her, right? Anymore, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And I think in a weird way, I think that attracted her more. Uh, mm. Me not being like super pressed about her, right? That um, that usually works. Yeah, that's I, that shit is the dumbest fucking shit ever. It's one. And now, now I'm just like I'm not pressed about nothing. <laughs> I ain't pressed about. I, I got a wife off for not being pressed. I ain't gonna yeah. be pressed about shit. I ain't that. pressed about shit. But um, yeah. <laughs> pay it, your rent. I ain't pressed. I ain't pressed. I ain't I'm gonna keep this shit. house because I ain't pay it. There you go, man. That's how life works street. too. When you ain't pressed to come <laughs> to you. So so yeah, that was basically it, man. Like let me ask you. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, but I didn't want to lose her again. 
Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Let me no, ask you a that. question. I get that. Let me ask you a question. This is a real question. <sighs> you invited us to the house. If I speak my mind, is this invite going to be revoked? Because we really need a, a night out with adults, me and Kristen. Um, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay, cool. Um, I think my wife will like you. That's the funny part. God, why? I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know why women like me? Right. Because I am the person... I, women like me because it makes them feel better about their man. You have such they're a like, crazy fucking ego. No, no. They, it makes them feel better about their man because they're like, I could have ended up with him. Right. So women love me because oh, they don't have to be with me. Right. And that's why they love Kristen because they're like, yo, she has to be a strong woman to Ooh, deal with it. Right. It's, it's real. It's I get real. the logic. That's it's, funny. It's real. It's real. That's actually very funny. Um, so I get it. That's what people think of me. Um, I think that's the stupidest fucking reason ever to marry marry for mm. because you don't want to lose a person. I feel like if you feel like there's any type of way that you're going to lose that person, then that's not the person you should marry. Well, this is why I say I wish I could go back with the knowledge that I have mm-hmm. and go back to certain moments. Watch yourself. You got to lay in your bed. Well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and it's not to say that I wouldn't marry her. I right. think there's... I think there is. I think. I think. Your I mindset would have been different. It would have been a lot different. Yeah. Gotcha. I would have. Fi- I would have figured out a way to put her on ice mm-hmm. and not lose her. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. I but and not put her on ice. Like you know, here's. Let's be clear, man. I, I went through my whole phase early. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. So yeah. like by the time like me and my wife got together, I wasn't even. That's that yeah. wasn't my mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I didn't want to commit because I wanted to keep hoeing. You right. know, I was pursuing. I was at a very low point. In, in my career. Right. You know, I was, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was really trying to find my footing. I was coming off living in, you know, probably the worst year of business, mm-hmm. you know, for my company. Mm-hmm. You know, I picked up, me and my partner picked up and moved. Shout out to Corey, man. We just picked up and moved to New York. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really, it didn't churn out the way that it really needed to. Right. You know, so mon- because you're a man and because you wanted to make sure that you could take care of all things under your domain, yeah. getting married at that moment didn't seem like the smartest thing it to do. It wasn't smart. It wasn't right. smart. I mean, I had I was dead up to my ears. Mm-hmm. It wasn't smart. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. and and me, you know, I didn't grow up with my father. I didn't meet my father until I was 26. You know 21 what I'm saying? over here, though. Yeah. And and my mom, you know, my mother was a single mother and she struggled, man. Mm-hmm. And And... and you know, I saw what that looked like, you know, and I was very scared of that. You know what I mean? I was very scared of like, you know, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes babies in the baby carriage. So, you know, I, I like knew how you put an S on babies because that's exactly yeah, that's what, what happened. Hold on, let y'all. me go ahead and uh, clarify something real quick. I had a dad. It just wasn't my biological father till I was 21. Right. I just want to throw that out because I felt bad. You was like, your mother's a single mother. No, I mean, I had a... Pops don't listen to this podcast. My mother does, though. Shout out mom, whatever. But, st- but stepdads matter. Though. Yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even say step around this motherfucker. Right, right. Daddies matter. So, yeah. so the biggest thing was like, I just didn't want to be in a situation where I couldn't provide for my family. Right, right. And, and so I didn't want to lose her because of that. Did I love her? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I loved her. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think I knew enough. Like, I wasn't fully in a trustworthy, like, in a position where I could really, like, just trust everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't sure about me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't sure about my capabilities. And, you know, she was. She wanted but to that's, be. But that's like, why I say it's stupid. Because it's Russian roulette with your heart. That's why I think uh, marrying someone because of love yeah is stupid. It's Russian roulette. You are giving up 
half of your life, which really equates to all of your life for the idea that this person will complete you. You're already complete, and now you're giving up that completion to allow someone else to make you whole. Right. Even though you're already whole. Some people feel that right. marriage makes them whole. I think it just depends on who you're talking to. Some people well, look that's at why marriage I said it's, it's as bad. being... But I, I Love. Think, but no, I think that everyone has a different idea of what marriage is. I don't think you can just outright say, oh, this is stupid. This right. is a bad idea. Because of okay. the way that you look at things. Okay. Some people feel... Or they've grown up with the idea that I'm not complete until I have a husband or wife, I have kids, okay. I have all of these different things. They feel right. like that completes them. I, and I think that, I just don't think that you should say it's stupid just because that's what you're viewing. I think is. that it's brain, I think that marriage is brainwashing. It's for, for It's, ve it's very it's much conditioning for the most part. Because if I take away the word marriage and I just tell you the things that happen in marriage, you will not, as a smart person, Jump into that willingly. Right. Well, shit. Not even. I mean, aside from all that shit, uh, uh, it takes a lot of things legally. I mean, legally, being married is is a lot of benefits. It, to that shit. It's, it, but but let's be real though. Once again, if you do that willingly, nine times out of ten, if you look, okay, this is not. I'm not saying marriage. You are now accountable not for yourself before another person. Right. You have to make sure that you're doing enough for another person. Right. You have to share everything that you have with another person. Yeah. You have to go over and above whether or not you feel like you need to for another person. Right. You have to share your finances. You have to share your thoughts. You have to be there for another person. And the funny thing about all of that is that at any time that other person feels like they don't like you, everything that you've shared about you can go away. And it can leave you in a position that can have you in depending on financial status, mental status, and everything else that goes with being a grown adult, it can fuck up everything else in your life. For sure. For years to come. You know what's so weird you about have this? To, you have to depend on another person but what's to weird, be happy. But what's weird is you sound extremely upset by this. Hold on. And hold, you are married. Let's get back to what I am well, saying. I think that's part of a marriage. Marrying be for love. I know. Well, then you shouldn't have done that's that. That's why marrying for love is a stupid thing. Marrying because you feel like you're going to leave a person that can still leave you even if you marry them is a stupid thing. Because you're giving up so much of yourself as a married person unless there is real benefits. Benefits besides a feeling that can leave. I love my kids to death, but sometimes I don't like them niggas. Well, let me uh, right. L let me ask you this: uh -huh. Do you feel like are you saying getting married for love? Are you saying that like if one person's in love and the other person is not? No. Or, you, or if two people getting married, I think any person that gets married for love is stupid. 
for love. Well, here's now, the thing, if though. both people are in love, they're both stupid. Weird, One person in love, then that person has to But what is stupid. also dumb is that in our situation, we both didn't have shit. This, but see, you're 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 taking one thing. You're taking one thing. I married you. How am I taking one once thing? again? I married you because you fit in. You fit in the gap that I was looking to fulfill. And but what does that have to do with my reasoning? Like, would that be fair? Because it's like, oh well, this makes my life. No, I don't think that. I don't think that people have to marry for the same reasons. I don't feel like. I don't feel like I have to marry you for the same reason you want to marry me. Was love a factor? No. Wow. Love was not a factor. Love was a That's love was the cherry on top. That's interesting. Love was not a factor. How, how does that make you feel with him saying that out of curiosity? I mean, oh, you just gonna do this uh, Maury Povich shit? Yeah, I I'm mean, interested in this moment. That's that's interesting because I feel like they, uh, I feel like the way you're talking is like there's different, there's a whole bunch of things that make up this one reason, but you're making it seem like no love was not there. You no, no, just, I didn't say love wasn't there. I said love wasn't a factor. On when paper, I said, do I want to marry this woman before paper, we got engaged? This fits into what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for, what I need. If I am to add another person to my life willingly, because let's be real. You're a hoe. I wasn't married to or in a relationship with the woman that had my first child. So my first child wasn't willingly, but I love my first child to death. That is my love. Same shit. Okay, right. Same shit. So willingly putting yourself in a position to be with somebody for the rest of your life is a commitment that you have to take to heart. I and understand you have that. To, and, and I feel like any person that doesn't meticulously look at what their needs are in life and look at how another person entering their life will benefit their lives, I feel like if a person doesn't do that, then I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing the other person a disservice. I understand that, but it's weird to say that love was not a factor It at wasn't all. a factor because I don't need to love... And what I was looking for in my life, mm -hmm. I didn't need love, mm -hmm. I, and that's, that's been you, one of my issues when you, in relationships. When you come to the the like, when you come to the conclusion, I'm about to propose. I don't need love. Wow. I don't need love. That one. I've had relationships in the past where you've proposed. No, no, not that I proposed. You've almost gotten married. Not nothing like but that. But that's what we're talking about. Nothing like that. What I'm saying is that these relationships didn't work because they wanted me to need them for love, and I was like, I don't need. Your love. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're wording it completely. Like, when I say a factor, I'm saying when you chose to propose to me. When I chose to propose to you. Was there love? Of course. No, no, no. Okay. I didn't so say you, I didn't love. You, you. See, a factor is. No, I'm saying if when you look at the reasons that you chose to marry if me. I, if I wasn't in love with you, would I still have proposed? Yes. Okay. I get this. <laughs> I get that, like, love isn't, to me, love should not be the only reason that you get married. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel that way. Love should not be the only reason that you get married. Right. Having said that, I feel like love is definitely, unless it's a completely a business transaction of, like, yo, I got to marry you to get this green card or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right? 
I feel like love is a reason. has to be. I feel like it not it's a reason. It has to be there. It's kind of like it's implied. Like it has to be there in order for us to even go to this next. I level. love what you just said for two reasons. Okay. One, because I don't feel that way. Okay. And two, I feel that too many people don't realize what marriage is. Okay. Marriage is what I was saying before, where you have to do this, and you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this in a contract. And if your contract isn't held up on both ends, then that contract is 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 dissolved. And yeah. from the dissolving of that contract, it puts your life in a place where it shouldn't be. It's a weird Theref conversation to have right now. Therefore, so. once again, let's go back to the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett. Right. I'm sure that there was love there, but I'm sure there were times when during that 45 days, they didn't really love each other, but there were things that were there that kept them together. I don't feel like marriage is an institution in which love should be something that is held over this cloud, because a lot of times when that is there, it keeps you in a situation that you shouldn't be in, or it puts you in a situation I that you should be in, but you don't know how to work it. I think that like, to me, is more of a is more of a fleeting emotion. I feel like love is an un like something that can just always be there. I feel like that's more of a long-standing thing. I think that's like if you love some somebody or something, it's kind of one of those things that doesn't go away. It's just the underlying base for everything else on top of that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that being a factor, like I the way that you're talking is basically like these people that get married for green cards. Like you can like your friends, mm -hmm. you could still get sex from your friends. You could still get, mm -hmm. you could make an arrangement to have kids with your friends. You mm -hmm. could do all, have your friends cook for you. you can have all of these things happen. Mm -hmm. But I feel like love is such a different thing, and I think it's a big reason that people choose to be in a marriage. I think it's a big reason why people break up. I don't think so. Because they were so blinded by this big thing called love. No, I don't. That I don't. The other things were not there. No, that was because keep love, you in love a is a is is a feeling like you can just feel that I can still love people that I don't like anymore. Right. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure of it. And it's like a lot of people that get divorced, they still love their partner. That love never went anywhere. Okay, so love is but not they, fleeting. But they got divorced yeah, but for you, things that had nothing to do with you love. You mentioned that love is a fleeting emotion. You don't want to base anything on love because love, it can come be What I mean what I mean by le, Well, let me let me explain that further. What I mean by it's a fleeting emotion is that it's a it, maybe fleeting isn't what I meant to say. Love sometimes carries us through thresholds because it's strong. And when that strong, when that love deteriorates or when that love isn't at the place where it's as strong, then it can't continue to carry us. And then we fall. And I think a lot of times people get married because of love. And the things that really keep a marriage together aren't there. So when you look at love and say, oh my God, I love this person. Why isn't this working? That's the misconception. We married because of love, but we never had the things that's going to keep this marriage together. But I'm now, not saying anything is wrong with loving the person that you're married but to. But now you're using it as the one single thing. When I explained it to you, I asked, was it a factor? It's not a factor. Okay. It's not a fact. Okay. It's not a factor. Once again, okay. I love you. You yeah. are my wife. I've okay. loved you. Like I told you before, I loved you from the first time I met you. Okay. Loved you with all my heart. You're trying to make it cute now. Not at all. That's not cute. It's just real. I loved you from the moment that I met you. Uh -huh. 
I wasn't trying to marry you the moment I met you. I wasn't going to marry you. But I wasn't saying that being the only and, reason. But it wasn't a factor at all. Okay. But it, did, but it existed before it existed. you got married. It existed. Okay. I think that's all she's trying yeah, to say. Yeah, you were explaining it and going around everything else. And the way that it is coming off to everybody but you mm -hmm. is that that wasn't even on the table. That wasn't even something that was happening. That's low-key how it sounds. Yes. Not, I'm sorry. It was, Love was happening. Do I feel like love needs to happen in order for a marriage to work? No. I feel mm. that there are other things that make a marriage work. Love, if you love the person that are giving you those things, that's even better. No, so, I think so, that's weird. So as somebody that's been married for eight years, <laughs> I'll say that love has to, for me, yeah. it has to be there. Because if it didn't, I would walk away. Mm -hmm. Like there's a like we've hit way more low points than we've hit like high points right, in, right, right. in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that keeps me wanting to work at it is that I actually do love my wife. Yeah. We actually do have a child together, mm -hmm. and I love my child. I love my wife. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of like, like, and I didn't I didn't come from like a marriage background. Mm -hmm. You know, this is all stuff I learned from the Cosby Show. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you know, um, I like. L l I try because I respect my wife and I love my wife. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me personally, I know it like I couldn't even even think about a contract if I didn't if there wasn't an element of love involved in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because the work that you know, and that and and, and that that goes for me when it comes to business too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm not gonna get into a contract for something that I don't love to do because once you impose a deadline and money to it, mm -hmm. You know, and once that money is spent or whatever the case may be, once you realize that the work sort of exceeds the money of what you're getting, mm -hmm. there has to be gasoline that keeps you going through. Oh, yeah. It. And, exactly. they, and that gasoline is the love for what you're actually doing. Yeah. There, there, most times when I do a contract, I take the short end of the stick. And I know I'm taking the short end of the stick because I love what I do. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's like, you know, like I don't I don't. Of course, I base things on money when it comes to like actual contracts. Yeah, right. But it's also there's like money and love don't weigh equally. Like the love weighs a little bit more than the money mm -hmm. because I know the money, you know, it's finite. It's it's too tangible. Like the love is the fuel. You mm -hmm. know, it's just it's it's. I can't really explain it. No, I get it because that's what it, when people are talking about how like marriages work. Marriages much. work. Yeah. You have to have a reason to stay in it and it's not always as black and white and materialistic as you're kind of making it come off as i think that most people work for it the one of the reasons that you feel like you want to stay strong for things is because of the love it's not just oh well if we break up then i'm gonna lose this i'm gonna lose this i'm gonna I'm, all this isn't gonna happen there has to be some kind of underlying thing that's making you work towards it, not just, oh, my God, a divorce is fucking expensive. You've got to have a reason to be there to be like, you know what, I, I want to, I, I love this. I love this person. I want to make it work for this person. You have to care about something. You make it seem like you, you don't give a fuck about nothing else. Love is cool, but other than that, I don't need that shit because really I can just break this off. The whole reason that marriages work is, I mean, it's marriage. Like you have to want to be there. You have to have something that's going to make you stay there other than, um, other than, you know, money or we have this house together or we have these kids together or we have all this shit. 
I think love is a big part of it. I don't think it's stupid at all. See, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't say it was just about financial reasons. Well, I'm, I'm bringing up things that are not love, and I think love is a big reason that most people work to stay in a marriage. I, I completely agree with you. I don't know if I, I agree with you. I think that's why most people do things, but I also feel like that's why most marriages don't work. Well, so let me ask you this: What, what are the circumstances that you feel like love is acceptable or marriage is acceptable? Like, what are, what are your set of circumstances that constitute somebody should get married? Honestly, I feel like it's a case-by-case thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... That's why ma- I don't think it's stupid. And I feel like too many times, there's never a true deep dive into what you need in a relationship. Right. There's never a true deep dive on what you will need going forward after being lifetime committed to a person and i feel like if most people whether you're in a regular relationship you're engaged you're married i feel like if most people were to sit down and look at the things that they truly and honestly need or better yet look at the things that they truly and honestly will break up for you'll start to notice that love falls lower and lower and lower into the needs category. You'll start to see that there are so many things that need to be working in order for love to even feel like love. You know, I, uh, 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 we was talking, we was talking about before how, you know, the hierarchy with, yeah, with Jada, yeah. uh, Jada and, and Will and how certain things are together so they can do certain things. Right. Well, it's the same thing on the ground level when it comes to relationships. There are certain things that people need and in order for the, if those things are missing, it doesn't matter how much I love you. We are going to eventually break up. Right. We are, event, this is eventually not going to work. But what I feel people do is like, yo, I love this person and right. put love at the very top. And everything else that may or may not be together is, well, I love you, so this will be okay. I love you because this right here will be okay. I don't think so. But I think I that's what most people do. But though. I think it's, Common sense. I mean, the type of person that you are, you know that if you broke and both y'all ain't working, you're not going to make money. You're not going to be stable. Like, that's common see, sense. See, baby, see, baby, that's the thing. You're in a good relationship for the most part. Most part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, we have our issues like anybody else. I mean, aside from tonight. But you're in, <laughs> but you're in a good relationship. Most people... If, if what you were saying was true, it's common sense that other things be together, there wouldn't be as many breakups. There wouldn't be but as also, many divorces. But also, people, a lot of people don't understand love. A lot of people think that lust is love and right. lust is not love. Right. Actual love is a completely different beast. Totally agree. So totally if agree. you, I think that love is is a factor because it's kind of kind, kind of that, like that cement or that glue that keeps everything else together. What is your definition of love? Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. Damn. Because that that will answer a lot of this I think love is a... Love is an overwhelming appreciation for another person. Okay. Pretty good answer. This is so crazy to me, man. We just put so much emphasis on marriage. And I feel like that's like outside of the like the like the natural way things are supposed to be, right? Yeah. Like like So it's monogamy. 
I, I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. Like, you know, and I know I'm going to get slammed for this, man, and I hope I don't make any... Li- I kind of do Brother, do you know how much slamming think. they're going to do to me? I, I know, but it was... You <laughs> know, I'm going to slam you're, my dumb ass. Yeah, you know, but... The thing is, is that, like, man, when two dogs really like being around each other, man. <laughs> no, no, I, and I don't mean to call people dogs, right? I just, like, I'm just at this place in my life where I just try to relate things to nature, man. Because, like, we, we make, no, humans make ourselves. We make I love ourselves, Treasy. We make ourselves Treasy, way too I love self- you. I appreciate you, bro. I love you, too. I love you, too. At least you love somebody in here. He, oh, word? He love you, cuz. He love you. But but we just we just make ourselves, we make everything so ceremonious and, like, and self-important, dog. Yeah. Like if two, like when two dogs just like being around each other, mm-hmm. they just fuck, man. They just yep. fucking, they chill, they and they, do, you know they what I'm saying? They Is that the reason? They, they don't, they don't like, they don't consecrate this with, like, it's not a bunch of this. Yeah. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like all yeah. that shit makes it so complicated, and it really, it's just like, you know, my wife said something to me one time, and I think she was saying it like trying to like get a rise out of me to make me feel a certain way, mm-hmm. because you know, like. Like toxic masculinity and and that's things. the fucking phrase, baby. Remember, I've been trying to figure out what goes with masculinity. Toxic, <laughs> toxic masculinity, <laughs> and like this whole thing about like, especially with like the Me Too movement and right. women being like, um, women being basically dominated by the male like male society. Mm-hmm. Like which she's is true. She, which is true, right? And and that's why it's it's funny. Women today should almost be against marriage, in my opinion. Like, and, and this is why I say this. My wife said something to me one time, and I never thought about this, but she she made sense of it. She was like, Mrs. MRS. She's like, it just doesn't make sense. And she was like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. You're the Mr.'s property. Mr.'s. Mr.'s. Like, and I was like, oh, damn, that is kind of fucked up. I think she was saying it she trying to like. Dope. I think she was saying it in a way of like, <laughs> like, don't think, you know, I'm not your property. Don't treat right. me. I don't, I don't treat my wife like she, she's my property. Because honestly, when you when you get a divorce or whatever, it goes back to MS, and that's without the R, so yeah. you're not a you part of the man anymore. <laughs> right, you missing a mister, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but, but really, that's what it, it's like. It's like it's introducing an idea of a, some sort of hierarchy to classify mm-hmm. something. And it's like, and it just, it that taints the genuineness of love, man. Yeah. It's like when you got to put definitions to things, it taints the genuineness of them. Yeah. Like it, the genuine nature that. of them. And, 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 and it happens so much, man. And, and I think like we put all this melee must fuss and all of this like identity into marriage. And at the end of the day, yeah. like you're, you're the property of somebody. I mean, just being married in today's society, man. And like having kids, like everything ain't really set up for all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is kind of set up. It's just set up for failure, man. Like it, it, I can't say that. I can't say that it's set up for failure, and this is why. I feel like we are living in a time right now where between education mm. and access to information, access to uh, understanding one another. I feel that there is no reason why you can't be a great mother, you can't be a great father, you can't be a great provider, you can't be a great whatever. We have it's too much access, too much information, and there's too much openness now. There's too many, uh, too much information going back and forth, and you can choose to be lost in the comments that you read on Instagram. You can choose to be lost in those type of things 
or you can do what we're all supposed to do, and that is self-reflect. Reflect on the things that you truly need for yourself. When you buy, when you take everything away, what is it that's going to edify you? Like I said, I made a conscious decision to get married. I didn't make a conscious decision to get married to a person. I made a conscious decision to be married. I was committed to the idea of marriage. When I met my wife and I saw that she had the things that I needed for the thing that I was already committed to, which was the idea of marriage, I said, this is the woman that will fill in the blank to that. Because I know that she fulfills me in the ways that I need her to. And I know that because she falls in that place, if she's as happy as I am, and if I do the same things for her, and she'll tell you, I ask her all the time, are you happy? Do you need this? I wanted to know what she wanted. I wanted to know her needs. I wanted to make sure that she was good. Because at the end of the day, if you're good and I'm good, then that's great for me. It's great right. for me because I knew I knew where I wanted to go. Man, the only thing I was sure of is that I wanted to be a good father. Marriage, honestly, marriage didn't really didn't really enter my mind. Like growing up, it did. It wasn't. It's not so. I just, even being married, it's like I understand it, but I don't get it. I understand it because I'm playing the game at this point, mm. but I don't. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I really don't get it. Like, like I, I want to be a great father. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to like, like, you know, our our child. Hopefully, if things nat- happen in natural order, our child is going to live on well past mm-hmm. us. Right. You know, in our marriage. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the only, th- you know, that's just it. Like, but you know, you what, know what? Like, I, the same way you want to be a good father or a great father, and I tell her all the time, she'll tell you, Kristen will tell you, I want to be a great husband. I've told her that on numerous occasions. Right. I have a desire to be a great husband, but I think that goes back to the genesis of me having a desire to be married. If I want to be in a marriage, I know that my end of it is being great to this person. Right. I know that the way they're one of the ways that I can be great to this person is making sure that I'm receiving what I need from this person. Mm-hmm. And now once I receive what I need, now I can give this person all that I have and I can give it to them abun- in abundance and I can give it to them without thinking about any other thing. And to me, if I'm really earnestly trying, then in turn, I am being or getting as close as possible to being a great husband. And that is my desire. And in being a great husband, because we have kids, that trickles down to being a great father. Right. Because in order to be a great husband, the wife needs that other half, if she's a wife. If we have kids. So I have to be a great father. Being a great husband trickles down to me being a great uh. writer, right. being a great producer, because these are things that helps me become a greater husband. Right. Marriage, for me, is something that's held up to the top. You should only touch it when you're ready to be great, because marriage, for it to work, requires greatness. It requires greatness and not just the relationship you have with that person, but all around. Yeah. And I feel like until people start taking it that seriously and until people start really breaking down what marriage really is and get away from this play school thing of, oh, it feels good, people will 
continue to be in bad marriages. They will continue to have marriages that don't work. Do you feel like, as a man, do you feel like as a man that you should not get married until you've reached your full potential, like as like your full ambitious potential? Or do you feel like getting married to the right person will help you reach that? You, you should get married to the right person and let that help let that person help you reach your full potential. Okay, so I'm going to answer as a man, but I will put this in there. I feel like a man's answer is a lot different from a woman I in, this, so in this perspective. There was a long time when I felt that way. When you felt what? That unless you have everything in order, you shouldn't get married. That was the majority of my life. I felt that way. And then I realized that that is ego. That's ego. Really? That's ego. Okay. For a couple of reasons. <clears throat> One, you nor anyone else knows when it is your time to reach your pinnacle. Right. You don't even know. You might be there now, and you don't know it. I, I get that. And yeah, I that think sense. and I think for anyone to assume that they do know that they aren't where they're supposed to be is ego. Mm -hmm. Because you think that you're supposed to be higher than where you are. Okay. I also feel like it's a cop out because you're saying that I can't be as great to what I am committing to because I haven't reached this thing that I think I'm supposed to be at. So I feel like I was there for a long time until I realized that that was just the ego. And what I had to do was say, I can be great in spite of. Is there things in my heart that says I want to be able to do more? Of course. Of course. But anything besides that being a desire and a drive is ego. So okay. I don't feel like you have to be at this magical place that you assume you will be at one day in order to get married. I feel like mindset and really being ready to deal with another person is really where it falls into. It's weird because with our economy, uh, our economy and society, period, it takes a lot of people a long fucking time to get to their potential. Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes people feel like, sometimes you do need somebody there to help you or inspire you or just for that background, backbone because as long as it takes for us to reach these goals, sometimes we give up on ourselves and we feel like we can't do a lot of this shit. So I think marriage and just companionship is always good to have that, that backbone there to help you reach your potential. Like, uh. as long as you ain't, completely just like you have no direction and nothing is about to happen and you're just like whatever like two people getting together that don't have a handle on who they are as even as people is not really gonna make any fucking sense right so i feel like as long as there is a goal there's the end game you have a good view of what your life is going to be you're working towards that you're making moves and you're actively pursuing all this shit mm -hmm. I think that's that's enough of 
I guess enough stability for relationships and that, that you're secure in who you are as a person. Right. You know what I mean? That makes sense. I think if you're secure in who you are and what you're doing, that's good. But if you all over the place and you one of the people like, yo, I'm just waiting to develop this fucking app so I can get this money. No, like I can't. Right. That, no. We kind of went late. Long. We got to wrap it up, yeah, man. Yeah. We got it's late. I am going to be in Charlotte uh, technically tonight because it's Wednesday. Um, at the Charlotte Comedy Zone, uh, Blair Nias is recording her album. Um, if you put, go to the Comedy Zone website, website put in um, code Baby Bump, you can get fifty percent off tickets. I think it's like it's gonna end up being like eight dollars, like it's nothing. Right. But I mean, if you want that, you know, you want that hookup shit, you know, hit me up in the DM. Um, and then next Wednesday, I'll be at Richmond Funny Bone closing out the Woman Crush Wednesday show, and I got other shit coming up. Oh, um, what date is ECSU? Next Friday. That's the 26th. The 26th, I'll be at ECSU's Homecoming. Nice. Doing their show with um, Skeeter G, hilarious dude out of here, um, Corey Fernandez, and Tony Rock is headliner. So that shit out of VA. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. quick. And since this is Wednesday, I, I just want to give a birthday shout out to my wife. Happy birthday, boo. Happy birthday. Oh, oh. Uh, I hope this wasn't a shitty birthday present. Be <laughs> <laughs> jumping on the podcast talking about Honesty how is much beautiful. Marriage, marriage don't make sense. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Happy you. Birthday. Almost cried. Yeah. And, and, and circling back around to, to Kristen, man, listen, I ha- I haven't been I haven't had the opportunity to go see one of your stand-ups live, but I've watched multiple YouTube clips, and I got to say, yo, Kristen is funny as shit, man. If y'all, if y'all have the opportunity to go see Kristen live, pretty please do, because if she's half as funny as her, her not Instagram clips, but her YouTube clips. Don't watch those. Go to go to YouTube and watch <laughs> Kristen Seville. They're old, but they're still fucking funny. And if you think they're too old, then go to, make sure you go to the, the dates that she, you know, she's talking about yeah. if she's in your area please while she's cheap while she's che- while it's cheap to see her that's why she's cheap <laughs> yeah, while she's cheap while you know it's still affordable to see her because i really do think you're gonna have an awesome stand-up Thank comedy career. this is why we invite treasy to the house because he butters me up when my husband puts me down yes. um go ahead oh my gosh <laughs> <sighs> the fragile mind Where all right <laughs> uh Tomorrow night, I'm at Beachside Social. Uh, every Tuesday night, I'm over at New Realm Brewing in Virginia Beach, as well as Wednesday night at Back Bay Brewing in Virginia Beach. Uh, follow, no, fuck a follow. Uh, make sure you go pick up the book, The Friend Zone Playbook. Um, it is in all digital stores now. And with that being said, and then we had sex, and so, and so should you. Thanks for listening. This has been an On Ear Network production.